This is a news laundry podcast. Welcome to NL Hafta. First things first. Demonic possession and inside story. This is the first episode of our documentary series Chase in association with Scoop Whoop. The link is below in this documentary Manisha Pandey. Yay! Travels to Dosa. Uh, the Har Subram temple is that right, Manisha? Har Subram, yeah. Har Subram near Bihar. It's in Bihar. It's off the Bihar. It's border. in Bihar. It's in Bihar, and the Sant Sabir Shadarga is that right? Yeah, that's also in Bihar. At destinations looking for how you know uh, demonic possession or apparent demonic possession is treated, and then she speaks to the rationalists. Like Anand, uh, <laughs> doctors not Anand has been spoken to in Delhi. So it's a fantastic documentary. Please do watch it. The link is below. It's a new series called Chase, and we'll be bringing you some really kick-ass stuff from Kashmir, uh, one from somewhere near Delhi, and a couple from Punjab. So look out for those. And those are the kind of stories you should contribute to. Yes, because you must pay to keep news free. Okay, I won't give any more spoilers. Today we have much to discuss. It's been a very exciting week. Uh, the Hindu Sena organized a havan for Donald Trump. Havan karenge, havan karenge, havan. President's rule lifted at Uttarakhand, and uh, egg on the face of the central government and eating crow. Uh, the degree row between Aap and Modi. Amit Shah and Jaitley produced the degree egg on face and eating crow for Aap. Uh, or not murdered for overtaking in Bihar. That was a shocking story. The British government cannot deport Malia because they follow the law and their law doesn't allow it. Akbar Road should be renamed Maharana Pratap Road, says Mr. Khattar. Subramanyam Swami agrees. I'm Abhinandan Sekri. Angrez apna lagan and news on apna hafta kabhi nahi chhodte. Remember when corporations pay, corporations are served, media serves their interests. And when the public pays, media serves public interests. So please support independent media. Click on I pay to keep news free and subscribe to News Laundry. It's with people like you who support independent media that we want to create an alternative business model. Thank you all. Um, we have today with us Anand. Hi, Anand. Hello. Deepanjana. Hello. Manisha. Hi. And Madhu. Hi. So, Madhu, what do you want to start with? Oh, sorry. Before you start, Madhu, I'd also like to tell our listeners that we have decided from this half onwards, our listeners should also have a voice. So, we will read two or three. Uh, letters, the sensible written ones. We will not be reading letters like "Abey Gandhi, Chuti, it's a samajda gap." Now, after that, after no, not those. <laughs> the, the slightly more sensible ones. How disappointing! <laughs> so uh, we'll be starting that from today. So do write in to us with your comments. If you agree or disagree with what we discuss on Hafta, at contact at newslawney dot com or message us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. And yes, Madhu, please start with what do you think we should go with first? I think the. Uh, Hindu Sena that organized a havan for Donald Trump. Okay. Um, I think it is fascinating. We did two stories on that, right? Yes. Hmm. One and a half, I would call it. Okay. <laughs> 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 did. <laughs> um, I think it's lovely the way uh, India embraces everything. Hmm. It's uh, in, meaning whatever suits us. Like Indians will celebrate Diwali, Christmas, Eid, Donald Trump. Anything for celebration. Ronak, 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 Bombay, Ronak, 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 
people were crowding around to just watch. No, no, they no, weren't no. concerned about their safety, that, you know, the bullets could be flying in either direction. Fire was going on. Mm. I mean, there was a fire in, in the Taj Hotel. And still, Ronak they can punch Ji. You know, Ronak is a word that can't be translated. It's such an amazing word. I'll just tell you a joke once. You know, Santa would go every Saturday to the chemist and ask for Viagra. So, the guy would give him Viagra. So, once the chemist asked him, to see Viagra, le jande ho, te badi. she must be very happy. Vati khush say, Vati hai nahi, ji. <laughs> Achha, te, girlfriend badi khush nahi, ji, girlfriend nahi hai. Achha, to see Viagra ki Viagra <laughs> So, uh, the Hindus are just loves Rana because a dick like Trump can be prayed for. Wow. <laughs> I think I, it basically is just Rana, the Hindu Sena, which nobody knew I... about because of publicity. And it's basically Ronak. And, and the irony is that I don't think um, Donald Trump would stop at a, at a restaurant manned by any brown person. Mm. Although he tweeted this Mexican dish that I, lo I love the Mexicans, I love the blacks, I love the women, you know. <laughs> he's also softening his stance towards Muslims, no? Today there was some news saying that he's going to not stop them from entering. Mm, he all. said yeah. he said that was a suggestion. Yeah. But so he's, you, you already see a little bit. Then it's okay. was saying Anand No, you know about this thing. It's like, <clears throat> in fact, it was very interesting. Anand Goenka, who's the uh, owner of. Uh, Indian, Express. Indian Express. So it seems um, any govern of uh, or AP, any govern is a, a Washington Post correspondent or some I don't know. Who's, so they wrote this story in addition to uh, our doing it. So uh, uh, about the Hindu Sena, you know, ten odd guys. So Anand Goenka said sensational, irresponsible story and headline mm. by AP. Fifteen people. Praying for Trump on a street isn't worth this coverage. So this is what he tweeted. Hmm. Next day, no, but I mean, it's worth a joke. On the same day, Indian Express headlines was Hindu Sena holds Havan for Donald Trump. <laughs> no, but I think he's drawing uh, attention to the fact that it's Hindu Sena, not Indian Hindus. So when you say Indian Hindus, it's a larger kind of a oh, connotation. You know, you're trying to say. In fact, there Hindus. was a Twitter thing going on when I tweeted the Panjana story. The whole Sena jumped on me. Hmm. That how are you saying Hindus support Trump is not Hindus? Because Hindu I Sena. automatically tweeted without double checking in, you know, every little mm. headline, like, can, uh, what is the tweet? So I, I got into... You need a sub-editor for Twitter also. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just tweeted it and then, how dare you say this, this and that, bye, bye, no, But this is what I love about Twitter as well, right? Why actually bother to even click the link? where you'll see the image right up on top from which we're taking this ironic headline. No, I just said, why don't you read the Trump. story? Well, no, no, come now. It's about 800 words. You're really expecting too much. They can barely <laughs> read 140 characters. I said, headline say, pehle padho to. But the, but the uh, title was a reference to the image that I've been saving since February, hoping to use it somewhere, of uh, Trump doing yoga on the red, white and, and blue lotus. And a lotus emerging mm. from his... From his bottom, as it were. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with yes. Om written on it with stars and stripes. So it's a beautiful image. But lovely piece, Deepanjana. Oh, I was you. just wondering, why do you think... Good. Like, Swaraj has a piece, like, kind of talking about how Trump is really smart and, like, connects with the people in their it hearts. Speaks to their hearts. I've seen a lot of the Hindu right in India 
wanting to kind of defend or claim Trump, you know, occasionally I see a tweet, he's not as dumb, he's smart, his rise is really cool. Why would you want to claim that idiot? He actually is not in the same space as you anyway, I mean. Well, I mean, the beautiful part about that is also that the Republican Party doesn't want to claim him either. <laughs> I mean, the Americans don't want him. His own party is like, oh dear, this was a bit of a mistake. Um, but, but I think, uh, like I was... Like I've written in the piece as well, I think he taps into an inclination of frustration about anxieties. Maybe that's it. Maybe we're just at this point where anyone who turns around and uh, says that I have a radical idea is attractive. Uh, in aggression in any shape, form, color, as it turns Possibly. out, given he's orange. Um, okay. <laughs> okay, uh, we'll move on to the next thing, which is... Uh, president's rule lifted from Uttarakhand. I'll just tell the listeners that the Supreme Court uh, had uh, said that there should be a floor test and President's rule should be lifted after the floor test. The floor test was won by the Congress party. They dis the Supreme Court disqualified the nine Congress MLAs. And ever since, everyone who has had bhadas against the central government has said, Dekha Saleh, na, ye fascist hai, ye hai, wo hai. And there was a good uh, piece in the Express on why this Article 356 it is, I think, uh, or 256, mm. the President's rule that, that the Centre can impose. I'll just have to check what article it is. Should be done away with altogether. Um, you know, views on that. Uh, I didn't see that much coverage of this, surprisingly. There was, um, I think, a couple of debates. But let's start from the left and move forward. Well, starting from the left. <laughs> As in my left, Anand my left viewers. Brothers in arms, comrades. <laughs> no, but I think it's, uh, people have got it a bit um, confused, at least to my limited knowledge, which was, I mean, it's a bit more complicated than, uh, you know, what we know as of now. The whole situation is that uh, it was a given that BJP would lose the vote, uh, you know, the moment Supreme Court said that the rebel Congress MLAs are not allowed to vote. So there were like nine rebel Congress MLAs. Now the strange thing is you hold a floor test but the appeal in the Supreme Court by those nine uh, uh, who were ousted by the Speaker, nine Congress rebel MLAs, is going on and will be heard on July 12th by the Supreme Court. Now the point is the rebel MLA said that can we at least have our vote, give, it, uh, give our vote in sealed envelopes so that if supposing the decision on July 12th, your decision Supreme Court goes in our favour then those votes may be counted. Hmm. So even that was disallowed. So I don't know why, uh, you know. Now the whole point is once you hold a floor test, for the next six months, you cannot hold another floor test. So uh, it's a bit, it's bizarre that, uh, you know, on a major um, determining factor in the floor test was not allowed to vote. But the fact that they were not allowed to vote is yet to be decided by the Supreme Court and will be done on July 12th. So, and it has happened in, uh, the Supreme Court has decided in the case in 2011 in uh, Karnataka, where they upheld the decision of, uh, uh, you know, so they did not allow the disqualification of the BJP MLAs at that point of time. So they voted and the Yadurappa government was ousted. So, I mean, I don't know what the situation is. Hmm. Dipanjana? I've stopped trying to even fathom how Uttarakhand <laughs> functions. It just does not make sense to me. Nothing <laughs> makes sense to me in that state. But I mean, I guess like at a very fundamental level, the question is also like, can you just, is, is President's rule to be uh, imposed on a whim, taken off on a whim? There has to be a process that uh, applies 
uh, uniformly across all states. And that doesn't seem to be happening here. Hmm. I mean, personally, I feel that if you're giving a federal structure to the, to the way India is run, you the, cannot have a president. Have. Yeah, I mean, you cannot have on your whims and fancies. And I mean, I know people will say Congress has done it for, you know, 100 times in the last 60 years. Or yes, BJP but is doing, this but logic that doesn't, of that doesn't wash because... The whataboutry has to stop at a political level, right? Yeah. Like, it, the Congress did it. We hear it for everything on one side or the other, whether it's Congress or BJP. The BJP did it, but then what about when Congress... Baba, doesn't matter. Should they be doing it now in 2016 is the question. Also, times have changed so much. Madhu, what is your view? Uh, I, I actually have always credited the BJP to be good at strategy. And this surprises me. Because it shows that they're just as bungling as, as uh, the Congress party in strategy. But Madhu, that's a bad strategy. The thing is, the strategy was, I mean, talking from a BJP's perspective, had the rebellious, uh, rebel Congress MLAs been allowed to vote, mm. BJ, the president's rule would have stayed. Yeah, but I think, I, I, I don't see how because it violates the... Uh, and the, the, the consider basic. this fact, they're in power. They have intelligence services at their disposal. They have everything at their disposal to know what is happening, what people are going to do. Despite that, that strategy failed. So that to me is, I'm surprised. Because in any given circumstance, I've seen that the Congress has bungled more times than most. No, they, also, this can be taken up in the Supreme Court because everything, you know, is up for challenge in the Supreme Court, including, you know, bits of a constitution if they violate And they should have anticipated that. that. But just, if you just take it in the limited uh, parameter of the Assembly, it at the basic level violates the anti-defection law, right? As in, it, the, the, when they defect these guys and they vote the other way, they, I think that's different. They're not, they're not joining the BJP. They just rebel Congress MLA. So they're not anti-defection lawyers to stop the... No, but they're uh, voting to support the other government, right? Yeah. So if they have a show of hands, then they're supporting the other government. So that would technically be defection. They're, at the end, if the governor, let's say they have to swear in a chief minister, they will either have a floor test or they will take a letter to the governor, like the governor has a letter that we have these many people's support. So, I mean, I, I guess the Supreme Court will decide that, but... Uh, anyway, uh, Manisha, what do you think? I'm A, really happy Harish Rawat is back because I like him, even though he's a Gadwali and I'm a Kumauni. Oh, and what is the technique? <laughs> You're a Kumauni, he's a Gadwali. Kumaunis don't like Gadwalis. Oh, really? Because what? Gadwalis are hardworking and they take our jobs, and Kumaunis like to sit at home and be <laughs> Lord Sahib. No and judgment there. Was okay, guys, all, all our viewers. Data driven conclusion there. Listeners from Uttarakhand, this is not our view. It's I am, only this one I am also Uttarakhandi. All Kumauni brothers listening, you agree with me. <laughs> sisters. But I would like to know what is your. Where are you from? Kumau. I see. And he's Garwali, but I like him. I think he's he's a good guy. Mm -hmm. But I would like to plug he's my Kumauni relatives. He's the guy who said that if you uh, kill cow, then go to Pakistan. Yeah. Just koi baat nahi. Uttarakhand mein sab hamara bhai bhai. Chalo, matlab bhai ho gaya. But I would like to plug my other uh, Kumauni real relatives piece on this, which is really nice in News 18 by Sumit Pandey. So he was actually explaining the strategy and how Congress has been really smart right from the beginning. And the big mistake that the rebels did was that when they sent the letter. Uh, they signed it on a letterhead of this BJP party leader called Ajay Bhatt. So that was used as proof. Mm. And uh, the Congress has been really smart in catching that. So that was presented to the Supreme Court because you signed the well, letterhead BJP. was BJP's letterhead so where you said that you're, you know. Mm. So read that. So anyway, so that happened, our listeners in the country. Also, uh, before I move on to the next um, subject, uh, I'd like to tell our listeners that this podcast is produced by Karthik Nijhavan. Thank you, Karthik. Putting a wonderful job. Uh, 
Karthik had suggested we read two letters out uh, from our viewers. One I have rejected. Uh, uh, I feel we need to put on record why you've rejected it. Yeah, why have you rejected it? Because just because he puts insults at people, but we are going to read sensible comments out. If we start reading those comments out, you're the one who loves abuse. You know, you think the abuse is great. He's he's the one who says abuse is fine. It's fine. What I'm saying is, if we read it out, have we converted you? And it's not even abuse. It's not abuse, but if we read it out on hafta, then people will be encouraged to say some nonsense. Oh, that okay. I agree. That should not be read. That should not be read. Totally not. See, they had compared me to. No, but stop. But the one to stay in. I like to read, and I like everybody's views on this. Is Deepthi Sharma has written us an email after listening to last hafta. First of all, Deepthi, thank you for writing in, and thank you for a very sensible email. We appreciate this more than. I got new pagal again. Okay, so so this is a welcome change. So Deepthi writes, thank you again, News Laundry, for another stimulating conversation on Hafta. Your podcast never disappoints. I do, however, take exception to this week's opinion on Kangana Ranaut, particularly the things she said in the interview with Rahul Kamal. More so because none of the panelists seem to have actually listened to the interview and formed their opinion based and formed their opinion based on the summary headline about it. Listening to her words in context, I did not get the impression that the actress confessed to using witchcraft. What she said was that she did not want to deny such charges. Looking at the larger history of hatred and persecution associated with such labels, her comment on Harry Potter was in similar vein. My humble request to News Laundry's very intelligent panel, Madhu, you weren't there on last week's panel. You see, <laughs> look at him. You look at that. So, okay, fine. I don't know how she's come to the conclusion because just on the basis last of last week there was me with my hand on Anand's thigh. I remember that. So I don't know. So you got the wrong panel. Uh, What uh, is your hand on his thigh got to do with anything? I was support because I had said some offensive stuff which I thought would offend feminists. So I thought they'd beat me up. So Deepthi, uh, thank you for saying our panel last week was intelligent, but just saying it was uh, not uh, full capacity. So my humble request to Newsroom is very intelligent panel of journalists is not to take somebody else's summary or interpretation, not even mine. If anyone in your staff would spare the time to listen to her entire interview and tell me that I'm wrong in defending her, I'll accept my mistake as perhaps an overzealous fan. Maybe the exact words of a young actress don't figure too high on the priorities of a fast-rising news organization, but as a long-time follower of News Laundry, I have come to expect an amount of diligence from your team, even on subjects others might brush aside as trivial. Kangana may not be a great feminist icon, as Abhinandan rightly pointed out, but no matter what a person has to do to get in front of the camera in this industry, what they do on camera is entirely their own, and I respect her for what she does on camera. Unquote. Thank you, Dipti. Um, yeah. Any views? Uh, you guys want well, to apologize? I was apologize? here last time. I don't know what the discussion was. We discussed the two interviews about. But Kangana. I absolutely adore Kangana. Hmm. I th- I think that she, the way she spoke about. I'm not ashamed of my body, my desires. I think that's a big step for an Indian actress to to go out in public and say that. I'm totally cool with her. I think the yeah. fact that she, the way she's uh, comes from a village and the irony that she had to learn English to act in a Bollywood film. Why ever for when it's all in Hindi? It's all very weird. The 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 prejudice. Yeah, she's great. I think she's a great success story. And I, I, the one thing I don't like about her is that I think she should have gone with I won't speak English. Hmm. She should have ha- not should have. She could have had the confidence, like a Chinese artist will go to America at his art gallery, will not speak any other language than Chinese, and there'll be a translator for him. I think we have to have that confidence now and say I'm sorry. But what Dipti said. Um, um, 
Yeah, well, okay, first of all, uh, thank you, Deepti. That is indeed a very well-reasoned uh, email. I would like to place on record, though, that uh, we had seen the entire interview. I had not seen all of uh, the Barkha Data interview, but I had seen all of the Rahul, Rahul Kanwal one, um, which, was, uh, which was along similar lines from what I've gathered. I still haven't seen all of the Barkha Data interview, so I'm not going to comment on that. The... The point that uh, Deepti makes about Kangana's comment on witchcraft having a larger perspective, I do think she has a point there, that Kangana went very quickly from uh, her personal faith to the, the point that the tag of which has been used to victimize women over centuries. And that is a perfectly accurate point. I don't expect Kangana to make stupid statements. I think she's an extraordinarily bright and talented Person. However, I do think, like we had discussed uh, last week, that there is a certain amount of leeway that we're giving her, and perhaps we should. Uh, I'm not. I'm not completely decided on that point. But the fact is that if um, Raki Sawant had turned around and said that uh, witchcraft is something I believe in, and um, don't haven't you read Harry Potter? I like Harry Potter. I like. Uh, myths and stories and that's why I believe this, then I think we would have made fun of Raki Sawant. So I do think the standards are a little bit different for Kangana. Has she earned that difference because of the work that she's done? I think that is a very valid argument. Uh, Anand, you had no views on this last time because you had seen neither of them to Yeah, I, I had very, very few views on it. But let me just say it's a beautifully written letter, I must say. And Abhinandan, I never knew your English was so good. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, because you were expecting to say, oh, Gandu Pagal again. <laughs> you really fixated on this one person, <laughs> whoever this person is. Like. Uh, Manisha, do you agree with I haven't watched Rahul Kaval's, but I was uncomfortable with your uh, assessment last week also when you were making fun of her. I was making fun of her. You were particularly. I was just no, because I. No, because. What I got from Barkha Dutt's interview is that she wasn't. She didn't say I believe in witchcraft. She no, said she I'm said, fascinated by witches. Yes. You yes. can be fascinated I, by witches. I am personally. I like, I like. I am fascinated by witchcraft myself. And, and magic. And all these things. It's. I, I think I don't see. Uh, it's such a sort of a superior, complex uh, attitude that, you know, we're rationalists. We don't believe. It's not a question of believing in it. There's things that are interesting in how they happen. Fair enough. And also, I think what I got from what she said in Barkhat interview was that you can't make me feel bad by using these words against me. Yeah, yeah. So that's the which, point. I don't want to feel bad about Yeah, it. but I just think she was very clever in how she spun it. And that's what I'm saying. She was given that space, that wiggle room mm. to twist what she's saying that you brand me a witch, but I will not let that intimidate me. In Rahul Khan's interview, she very categorically and Dipti, I saw the full interview. It is clear that she is suggesting that she does believe in witchcraft. Except that, she, again, she wiggles out of it in this clever way. But it's clear it's not in some... She didn't deny it because other women have been burnt for being witches. She did not say that I don't believe in it. In fact, it was amply clear to me that she does. And my only limited point was that Giriraj Sharma had sat there and said, or, you know, uh, who's our other minister who keeps saying that... Um, but there's so many. Mahesh you know, Sharma is my current Mahesh favorite. Sharma, that you know, Kanesh Ji's soon was done because I read in my uh, Jataka tales that in Indian mythology that Hindu sadhus used to do that. They would be grilled. She was not grilled. That's all I'm saying. She was given a lot of wiggle room, 
And the other point that has been made is that it was a feminist to feminist view, which is fine. Maybe there's room for that. But I just think it is our job also to point it out that the uh, questions Rahul Kamal asked Shekhar Suman's son, and I say Shekhar Suman's son because Shekhar Suman's son appeared on TV for the interview, not Adhyan Suman, because daddy was sitting next to him. He would not have asked. He said, if she used to beat you up, why did you leave him? Did he ask Kangana? Aditya Panchali used to beat you up, why did you leave him? Because that would be victim blaming. So there are different standards apply. Maybe they're justified, but pointing them out is also justified, I think. I think the point yeah. is if we can leave... Uh, next letter. <laughs> yeah, good letter. But, uh, you know, if we can leave witchcraft thing alone mm -hmm. and concentrate on doing yagna, what the minister, BJP minister uh, Virendra Singh has said, smoke from yagna reaches the sky and rainfall happens. This has been scientifically corroborated. So what they want is to uh, solve the drought situation. By doing yagna. Want to do yagna. So has it been scientifically So if you believe in, if I think the only thing that is yet to be scientifically corroborated is the dunderheadedness of this BJP. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. But uh, is Amit, this, this is, like, this, is not, uh, this is coming, uh, this was, I remember this came out some time back. This but is on, today. They, they had it before as well. They were, uh, there were some obscene number of priests who were brought together to do this. Yeah. And the beautiful thing is that on one hand you're going to say that don't light the kitchen fire during the day because, you know. Yeah, we right. discussed that, yeah. But we'll have the um, yagna. That's not a problem. Uh, but I do stand corrected. Last week, Madhu, I had said that I don't think she... Uh, you know, uh, fits well or stands tall enough to be considered a feminist icon. And I stand corrected because she said in that interview, I should not be a feminist icon because I have not done anything for the gender. I only work for my own interests. I think Abhinandan is really worried for all the Kangana fans out there. Like, no, but I, I, I don't think it's a matter of being an icon. The fact is that a woman in the public eye who speaks with such freedom and confidence about herself is a step forward, I think. I'm not saying for all Indian women, but I think it's like inching, uh, spreading, uh, pushing the, uh, the the line that now you can talk about your desires, your boyfriends. It was something that, you know, our generation, there were uh, actors who had mistresses and girlfriends, and it was all undercover, nobody acknowledged it. Today they live in publicly, live in relationships, it's fine. And I think it's my, all oh, good. My admiration for her is also because she refused to endorse hmm. Fair and Lovely. Fair and Lovely. Yeah. So, you know. So, there are a lot of things this girl is sort of forging for herself, which is, and, and I think there's a lot of humility in her saying that I'm not an icon. Um, because after seeing Revolver Rani, for me, she's an icon. It's a definite icon. Now, moving from one gender empowerment issue to the other, and here let me start with Manisha. Uh, Trupti Desai today entered Haji Ali, although we've carried a piece on it. Uh, earlier, she had kind of distanced herself from that whole women should also be allowed to enter Haji Ali because she felt the NGOs associated weren't moving fast enough. And for some reason, Shiv Sana jumped into the melee and said, why, are, why is she possibly entering Haji Ali? Pata nahi, Shiv Sana kab se. She's a Muslim member yeah. of Shiv Sana. So, but hai to Shiv Sana ka hai na? Yeah. So, I just found that interesting. So, uh, we carried a piece and I agree with that piece that when it comes to reforming Hinduism, the kind of enthusiasm that Tripti showed and others have also shown, kind of suddenly gets sidelined when it comes to forcibly entering Haji Ali Darga. I would just like to tell the listeners, Anand's face is red and he's looking down and says, Yaar, ye to, tatla... <laughs> 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 I'm not here. 
she she hasn't really entered the you know she yeah, she's that's gone till the, till the and that also now after having distanced herself from no, it earlier even today she hasn't entered the sanctum sanctorum yeah. yes i know so she's gone till the till the place till the uh, recce trip yeah uh, reconnaissance which <laughs> women are allowed but till where has she gone till so, what point to the point where women are as it is allowed in haji ali she is not you know kind of uh, cross that breach that lakshman rekha where women lakshman not rekha and haji ali mia tum marwao mia nicely done uh, sorry ladies views manisha bataiye do you think there is a last lack of enthusiasm in reforming islam no i don't think so in part of trupti desai or on part of general general both isko peg no, leke no i think that uh, i'm confused about this because a um i think you need as a writer i would just say personally that i could write i could trash hinduism but i would be a little careful about trashing islam because i don't know the religion well if i know my own i mean there's a certain personal equation that i have with my religion so i can reform but your focus i mean there are a lot of women there's saira banu who's fighting triple talaq she's going to be the first woman to challenge triple talaq not dilip kumar saira banu no saira banu don't laugh it's shaira. a serious matter she was No, so you're focusing on Trupti. I don't think she's gonna. This is anyway. I think a gimmick. No, tell us so, Shaira Banu story. Shaira Banu was. Uh, uh, she suffered an ah. abusive marriage, <laughs> and she was uh, left by her husband. Divorced her with triple talaq, and now she's approached the courts. She's gonna be the first Muslim woman to challenge triple talaq on the basis of fundamental rights. Yeah, I read about this. Which is amazing. So I don't think there's reluctance, but I do think that. I do think it should be Muslims fighting to reform Islam. This far more effective than Hindus saying I'm going to reform. Which is not. Uh, I mean, which is happening. I think uh, we're we're guilty of paying a lot more attention to the Hindu reformers than the others. Uh, there is this uh, talaq petition. Because protection. there have been more. Perhaps, um, yeah. I in uh, post-independence, I do think so. No, right now, five years ago, there was a, a masjid in Hyderabad where um, women. Uh, 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 agitated to be allowed into the masjid, and they got in. Then, and there so was this kind women. of. No, I but I agree that leadership-wise, they don't have. There aren't enough Muslim leaders who are progressive and who are saying progressive things about reforming religion, reforming social practices within Islam. But see, there are Compared also initiatives. I mean, there probably aren't. I haven't done enough work on this, so I don't have numbers, etc. But I do know that there is a petition to ban uh, FGM, um, female genital mutilation. Uh, among the Bora community, it's pretty prevalent. Um, the talaq, uh, the banning of the triple talaq. There are initiatives we hear from time to time about women in local places saying that you know we'd like to enter the mosque, etc. So I think it's there. I don't think it gets as much play as a Trupti Desai uh, storming uh, a temple. Uh, similarly, we haven't heard enough about the um, the movements to. have dalits enter temples particular i mean i know a little bit about the movements in kerala where you know uh, they weren't allowed into temples and it was a right that they demanded but it's not something that's been talked about as much so i think but, some of yeah, that is for caste reform there have been several reformers i mean there Bapu have been many Bindi, reformers so, I, mean, i just huge. mean that sure. we don't talk about all of them with equal uh, sure but the interesting thing yeah. is that the shiv sena has not supported her because and they gave a statement saying that उन्ना 
and just let the status quo be regardless yeah, of together, yeah, yeah so that's more important than except when it comes to valentine's day they don't say in dono ka mamla jo kare kare nahi thappad mar ko lagay kyun that's what i mean ha and they sorry you were saying manisha no i just think yeah you're right though that there aren't enough i don't know of many islamic reformists in india Mm-hmm. I mean the real, the reform like we had solid sati anti sati anti dowry movements that were really I don't know in Islam yeah, in I India we have analyzed it's just individuals like, who talk about it mm-hmm. now and then two prong one is that hinduism uh, most of the reforms that have been carried out and I'm not talking of the dalit uh, you know movement and everything that's you know man, anti manusmriti and whatever dr ambedkar said I'm talking of like sati and you know all those other reforms it's actually not really hindu religion per se it's the cultural practices in hinduism that people have you know kind of uh, revolted against and kind of you know said okay this is not done in islam for example all the uh, uh, you know the things that essentially emanate from the book from quran so it is that much more difficult to kind of go against what has been written in quran and let me give you a couple of because well, look at burqa hijab or niqab it's it says modestly No, yes, it is. Modestly is what I, mean, I know. No, there are two. So it's also social. There's also the fact it's that you know the. the it is mentioned. It is mentioned. It is mentioned how the. I mean, I. I. In fact, we had this discussion at one point of time about karwa chauth and uh, you know hijab and everything. And the thing for example, okay, triple talaq. But let, let me just finish on you know the other point, which is that it is definitely true that uh, uh, you know we in general talk a lot more about Hindu reform in Hinduism, and we should. as manisha also rightly put it that look i am a hindu let me be concerned about you know i know more about hinduism so i should be free to criticize that but at the same time even if you are not a muslim it should be brought to light the kind of things that must be reformed in islam so you know a you you know for example the shahbano case is of course yeah. one yeah. example where the government blatantly you know in order yeah, to appease exactly. when this yeah. then again this the other issue Shaira. but what i was shocked was that you know this whole thing about religious effect uh, you know basically hurting religious sensibilities which is the law that all of us have gone completely bonkers yeah, and you know shocking. every other thing that anything you say against anyone is you know whatever happened to complete annoy yeah. them or hurt their sentiments but i went to the history of this and it's very interesting so in 1923 there was a book that was published uh, uh, in lahore called rangila rasool it was oh, like yeah. you know, about the prophet I included that in clothes line. Right, right, right. And what happened was that uh, so I, I, it was Mahesha who was the uh, uh, the publisher, hmm. and some pundit who was the writer of it, and the Muslims protested. And at that no, point, tell him what more. he did. In in that, Rangila Rasool wrote a satire of Muhammad, the hmm. prophet. Hmm. And yeah, and then so the Muslims protested, and the guy was the publisher was briefly arrested, but there was no law. Like affecting the religious. It was so the it was British. The British actually. The Brit- yeah. So were, they brought this law no, to make no, sure no. that. No, no, What happened was no, that there was this guy called Ilmuddin. He was 19 year old guy, uneducated, son of a carpenter. He decided after this guy publisher was Hindu publisher was let off. He went to his shop and he stabbed him and he stood there and he said, "Arrest me now." So he was arrested. He killed, and he's actually called Ghazi Shaheed. There is a tomb in Pakistan. They celebrate Ilmuddin. Hmm. Okay. But and the guy who wrote it, yeah. he could not be uh, the judge. Passed a law. The British judge passed a law. Passed the not the law. The judgment that according to the existing law, he can't be arrested. We, he cannot be arrested. He cannot be arrested because um, uh, it would stop the scholarship and, and analysis of all 
theology. So therefore, he was let go. But after the, he was let go, then he right. was stabbed. And the interesting thing what happened was after they arrested Ilmuddin, who did not, uh, uh, you know, uh, did not escape or did not uh, basically resist the arrest. Mm. Guess who came to his defense? Jinnah, Muhammad Ali Jinnah. He stood and he said, uh, you know, he pleaded for mercy, and the judge rejected it because there was no such law. Uh, he was hanged to death. Then they pleaded for his body to be exhumed and brought to Lahore. And when it was brought to Lahore, after 14 days of uh, you know, his uh, death sentence being carried out, there were tens of thousands of people who went to his funeral. And the guy who uh, wrote an eulogy for Ilmuddin and lowered his body in the grave was none other than the guy who wrote Sare Jaha Se Achcha Hindustan Hamara. And he uh, said, "Yeh dekho, carpenter ka ladka ye kar gaya, ham baithe reh gaye." So see, that's the problem. And, and then a law was passed after that by yes, the British to protect the Section 295. Exactly. That still exists. Okay. And uh, that is what is used. Moving if on. If you offend any religious, anyone else's religion. But I think that law needs to go, and maybe someone should challenge it. Maybe we should. Come on, guys, contribute. Let us afford a lawyer so we can challenge this law. It inhibits freedom of speech. Um, also, just want to plug again, write into contact at News Laundry if you have any suggestions or comments or just want to share your views on what we talk about. Um, Deepanjana, what do you want to go with next? Uh, there's Adi Godrej that said much to the about time of, of many... Uh, some businessman showed some... Uh, yeah, Hindu right. Some he said that this whole things like beef should be banned and... Uh, no, he didn't say that. Sorry? He didn't say... What did you say? Beef he should not things, be banned. Things like beef ban or alcohol, they inhibit economic growth and they're yeah. hurting the econo economy. But that's one thing that we have and there's a DIMK thing. I think we should talk about, uh, given we are news laundry, I feel we should talk about Ravi Kanojia, the express mm. photojournalist. Who very tragically died while on assignment. And I know that Manisha has been sort of right, uh, exploring this a little bit. We have a wonderful piece yeah. on uh, occupational safety training, which I am ashamed to admit, I didn't even realize was an actual thing uh, that is done with, uh, that is formally given to people. Uh, I had no idea um, because at least, I don't know, have any of you had occupational safety training uh, while, no. when you've joined a workplace? No. Yeah, I have. But that's See? because it's what, a lab. to enter a lab? Yeah. No, never as a journalist. I wasn't taught. We used to ask him, how many lab is it? Maja karo. Maja, maja. No, but you know about this yeah. the photographers. It's a very tragic thing. But what actually also surprised me was that Express did not quote the reasons. Exactly. The yeah. front page of Express yes. did not. But other papers did. Yeah. Yeah. All the other papers talked about. I think they were uh, sort of. Restrained in the sense of liability, family. Is it? You think? Um, I don't think so. I don't think it had any. So basically, what happened was this photographer was in Jhansi and he was covering the water train, which is parked in Jhansi for a long time because they they don't want the centre's help, the UP government. So he, there were, now there are various accounts, but what I hear from his colleagues is that he climbed on top an adjacent train and got electrocuted by the high tension wires, and. I'm also hearing from various accounts that they didn't have permission to go inside the railway station. So you have to ask the station master. Uh, they didn't take that. But I was really appalled and upset that Indian Express did not carry the details. If this was an accident in a shop floor 
in a factory, in a BPO, anywhere, we would have talked about it. We would have talked about negligence. Why aren't we doing it when it's our own, somebody from our own fraternity? That is why it was eerily reminiscent of, you know, remember uh, three Tarun or four years Shira. ago. Yeah, uh, you know, yeah, so Tahelka did not mention that he did not take medicines hmm. for malaria. No, I also maybe have a problem. On part, I think that maybe it is out of respect for his, him that you don't want to point at negligence. That he shouldn't have perhaps climbed that train. Hmm. But you have to start this conversation. You have to stop this from happening. It happens I think, like Deepanjana was saying, none of us have ever been told by our editors to be careful when we're out. We aren't told about the dangers. Often we're put up in really shady, shitty hotels where we just stay and it's not safe for women to be doing that. Or even if you're going anywhere, you're just not trained, you're not told what to do. And this happens in foreign countries. Even if you're told you said, be careful, that means nothing. Yeah, we no, aren't. There, there, are, there are actual processes that yeah. you need to keep in mind. There are actual safety numbers, helplines, resources that uh, people need to be made aware of, one. The other part that is a little bit annoying is that uh, when something as tragic as this happens, it gets pegged, uh, it's sort of uh, presented as though the the journalist was doing this incredibly glorifying, uh, you know, glorious thing for the cause of free media and intrepid journalism yeah. and therefore gave his life to the cause. It wasn't, I read it doesn't need to be that way. It, it does not, journalism, unless you're in conflict areas, should not cost you your life. Hmm. It's a simple, even, even in conflict, conflict areas, it should not cost you your I life. I read posts which were like, this is, look at the sacrifice people are paying for the readers, for you to bring you that picture. That's bullshit. That's yeah. ridiculous. It's a horrible way to die and I just, I can't imagine what the family must be going through. It's Yeah, I mean, I will say this, I've, I've shot this series called Jai Hind with the armed forces and we were, you know, shooting with the tanks around and there was, you know, firing range and stuff. Uh, we were given a safety, you know, rundown by the forces that mm -hmm. this is where we are taking you. This is what you got to watch out for. You'll get your head blown off. There are mines over here. There's this over here. But even there, I've had overzealous camera persons who after that, to get that perfect shot. And, you know, there's an obsession with it happens. you have some cameraman yeah. like that. Yeah, you... You will not control that guy. And I have lost my temper sometimes. Hmm. And I said, dude, right now, and there it's, it's my self-interest. Because they'll throw us out. If they find us breaking laws, rules, that they have just given us a lowdown on that, okay, now you're going to go into the firing range. You cannot go right side of the red line because the bullet may hit you. You cannot go there. There are mines over there. Still, I've seen cameramen who'll, yeah, there's a shot mill, right? Yeah. Was so a commando lack no. of training. So, so what I'm no, it's not lack of training. No, I, no just let me finish. Yeah. It is culturally lack of listening to any systems because in India there are no systems. I don't think there's lack of training. I don't, I don't think anyone is an above average IQ. If you've just been in a room with a uniformed man telling you, I'm going to take you to a place, this is what you can do, this is what you can't do. He's an expert. And 10 minutes after that, you're breaking that very rule. I don't think it's lack of training. It, it is, is lack of attitude. No, it's lack no, of, I'll tell you what it is, because to survive, yeah, to survive in India, we are brought up to break the rules from Indira Gandhi's time, because if you follow those rules, you couldn't do anything. So if you're paying, like, for example, 99 rupees tax out of 100 rupees, so it became all right to break the law, to, to hide your taxes, because it's so so ridiculous to, to work for one rupee out of a hundred. I think we got into the habit of just dodging, breaking rules and not listening. And safety is considered sissy-ish. 
there is an element of why are you worried huh? i'm once in an earthquake and i ran out of the house with my grandchildren and one guest who was there says so you got scared i said obviously so there's an element of bravado and safeties safety features or safety rules are considered like you know stop being such a sissy what are you saying mahesh why that's no, but i was saying that that's just too simplistic to just say it's a culture if you are working in an organization you can have workshops where you drill it into journalists if you can have addas with chidambaram and blah 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 and spend money on that why can you not have a workshop a month with your photojournalists and tell them about the things they need to be careful about no, and journalists and it will be drilled into Manisha, them there are couple of things i mean this is an unusual incident see i i would say the tehelka journalist not taking the medicines against malaria was a genuine case of negligence yeah in this case i agree you know you you climb on top of a tree as niku says to take a photograph you climb on top of a uh, you know water tanker to take a photograph so this was probably an accident a very tragic no, accident but... you know it's it's not negligence per se it's like as abhinandan was saying that josh mein aa gaya yaar you know usne kar liya but in your high tension wire when you're training some if you're training journalists for safety would you would you be able to tell them do not climb on top of a train in case in case there's a high tension wire it's a freak accident no but he could have climbed up many times look, on a train look we can't change what has happened i've happening. seen photographers climb up in all different situations and nothing's happened but doesn't and mean it keeps happening no, right we I, have our examples why not do and then start a conversation no, but instead what? of saying oh we're neglect no 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 fine we start a conversation and we st- you're saying we train journalists to to follow safety rules but there are some situations where what would you tell a journalist don't climb on top of a train in case there are tension wires but but Madhuna, because a new thing will happen tomorrow the problem is that we we don't tell them anything yes the thing is i think both are true i think what you're saying but is but there's things that happen what i'm trying to explain is on shoots there are spontaneous things that happen absolutely okay you're covering a campaign i've seen a cameraman will climb out uh, of a of a window or of a hole on on top of the thing or on truck and somebody has to just hold him so that he doesn't fall now safety features you should not be doing that because one bump you're on a village road you go this way both will go over so how many things can, there's a certain level of intelligence that you have to follow yourself in terms of safety I, I, also i think both are true there is a lack of training there's absolutely a lack of training basic safety features but i don't think an accident can be blamed on the employer i'll give you an example i went to boarding school right i once fell off a tree while breaking arms there were mango trees and lychee trees and i had a bad fall i shattered a bone now my parents can't blame the school i climbed a tree cuz i wanted to climb a tree can someone be watching me all the time that's just a very generic i i, I mean no, it's your point manisha let's hear what's your point in an organization You can have these measures. You can have workshops. You can train journalists. Why not do that? Yes, and you can. I'm not going to. I'm not blaming Express for killing. You know, that's acceptable. For, you can have that. But I'm blaming them There's for no not argument. starting a conversation and for not now. Fair enough. I, I think mean, that's true. Yeah. And also, let me just say one point. You see, there's a very unusual case of. Maybe they have of, internally. You don't know that. Uh, and uh, you know, the the other important point is that you know, writers, for example, columnists. You know, they can write tens of pieces, and all of them are most of them are published. in a case of photographer an editor can say ye photo achhi nahi lagi so instinctively you feel push because you, you push yourself hard exactly. for that post yeah, i really yeah. wish more columnists felt that pressure because there's so much pressure, more rejected yeah. you see no, what i'm harder than photographers you know cry in one uh, woman photographer just joined india today i was not with india today but we were at the same we were covering something where there was a stampede 
and she looked at me she was crying mere to naukri chale jayegi mat mujhe andar kar do i said andar ghus muzaid karke jao aur kaise ho sakta and she was in tears that if she does not come back with the picture meri naukri gayi madhu now let me give you an example and for example last thing then we got to move on last thing babri masjid demolition for example okay now there was a police cordon i mean madhu would know this any photographer i would say worth his salt would have you know list that everything no police cordon there was no you're wrong there was no police cordon the police were standing on the side waiting for the car uh, saver no the sp to say he was saying roko there were freelance journalists including news track journalists and cameramen all in the field with the car savers so what's your point no the, uh, the point they got is beaten that up we the cameramen got beaten up the sound recorders got beaten up but they they got their footage and ran yeah that's what i mean mm. so, so they'll take that chance i think that's what anand is saying chance. they take that chance that's a ten- okay um the the headline today um in the express i think it was the adi godrej saying this entire beef ban and restriction on alcohol this everywhere in the country is hurting uh, the economy and it is the first time that a industrialist has spoken up and predictably there was much anger and abuse against him but i just have one line to say i wish we had industry leaders speak up more often on social and political issues so true. it would help us take them more seriously through the year when they just sit on panels during the budget and tell us why this budget is bad or good and for india whereas they only talk about self interest because they never reflect any interest for india through the rest of the year so well i think it's great for I any industry totally i totally agree i think cii and fiki have failed in the last 60 years in not ever taking on uh, national issues social issues they're all driven by self interest they'll go and have meetings and they'll just push the policy they need for their industry or their business and i think adi godridge i uh, know of the kind of things that he has done how he runs his com- company how his family functions within the company all of it is very unusual and there's a huge amount of democracy and very different kind of functioning within the family it is it is almost like a, a workshop all the time they do family workshops you know how to function within the business and i think that he's taken this step it's a huge step but parmeshwar godrej hats are still ugly <laughs> and she really overdoes it i think she should really calm down sorry madhu carry on <laughs> <laughs> mrs godrej needs to like i absolutely adore parmeshwar godrej because she's a real sickni okay she speaks her <laughs> <voice>. <laughs> okay she speaks her mind sickening sorry sickening sickening she speaks sorry. her mind she's a great mother she doesn't give a shit about how anyone thinks of her she does what she likes so that's what it is and one time when we interviewed her for news track i had the most hilarious interview i mean i didn't do the interview when i came back and i was watching it she was like she had a notebook where all her points were written and she posed to the camera like like for podcast i'd say with one shoulder to the side looking at the camera saying uh what i would like to say on this issue is rab tera pala kare ki kehna hai she look at the notebook and she'd go back into a high fluter and then look at it in punjabi so i thought that she's just utterly charming i think it's a big step that adi godridge has spoken up businessmen are so scared that they'll they'll be raided if they speak against the government and this and that it's It's a good thing. No, I mean, uh, it's good that he has spoken up. But I mean, for heaven's sake, twenty-three states have this beef ban for the last thirty years. You know, for the last fifty years, you have so many states with prohibition. Gujarat being one, now Bihar is one. Yar, apko bolna hai, ap pura 
सीक्वेंस में बोलो एंड द सेकंड थिंग इज इन सीक्वेंस में बोलो तब बोलो ना we have yeah. changed so many laws we've amended so many things but the fact go, is would, would we go against mahatma gandhi no That's but, but we are not well the country was partitioned yeah hello I mean, we, we went we went against we went against, against and we went against mahatma gandhi when we industrialized five year plans damn that all against gandhi it doesn't matter he what bapu said or didn't we're say. not enforcing beef bans uh we're not enforcing prohibition looking at mahatma yeah, gandhi it's got nothing today. to do with bapu it's got nothing I, to do no, with I him i challenge anymore. any politician who can openly say i go against let's remove the directive principles in the constitution that call for prohibition and cow slaughter i uh, challenge so i now that's no, but, but it's got nothing to do with bapu na what i give someone because immediately what people would say i no, the mahatma gandhi forget what people will say but the point is you don't have to have prohibition Don't remove it from the constitution. No, also, but don't have pro- prohibition. Also, we'll just move on, on to the next. The right we'll move on to the next. Move. Uh, although I would like to point out, <laughs> although we, I'd like to point out that we did do, but I think we think that because Bapu ne kaha tha, Bapu ne bahut chizen kahi thi, jo humne usko lata diya. Yar, ham log hypocrites hain. Ham log hypocrites hain. Let's understand that. Bapu ne bahut chizen galat kahi hain, and we don't we don't have the guts to accept ki galat kahi aur hatao inchi. The country was partitioned, Anand. Okay, let's move on to the next thing. Not partitioned. Move. Okay, now. Just one little piece of news. Uh, the Dravid Munnetra Karagam. Because I'm half Tamil, I can say Karagam. Is he pronouncing it right? Yes, yes, yes. So Damn, the, the Patriarch Nobody is perfect. Having made it clear, can we please get on a DMK? They are getting ignored. M. Karnadi made it clear that his younger son M. K. Stalin will become Chief Minister if the party wins. Aragiri, that is his elder son, declares he will not vote in these elections. Now I thought this was a really good story, and the only reason it didn't get that much play was because it's south of the Vindhyas. I think this story should have got more debate. Augusta Augusta Westland ka four day debate chala. सर खपाई हो गई डिग्री का डिग्री का इतना डिबेट रोज वो तो आठ दिन चला ये इट इज सच ए ग्रेट जूसी स्टोरी अरागिरी को उसके कैंप से किसी को बुलाओ स्टालिन के कैंप से बुलाओ और जैसा ठाकुर ने बोला था लोहा लोहे को काटता है द थिंग टू कट डायनेस्टी 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 को काटती है दो भाइयों को लड़ाओ खत्म करो डायनेस्टी मैं तो कहता हूं अगर ऐसा कोई राहुल और प्रियंका में कुछ खिचड़ी वॉज इन दिस अग स्टोरी Yeah, of course it. But it's south of the border, you know. Big story and juicy and like juicy. Yeah, yeah. like I mean, the debate. Ragini, he's quite a goon in Mysore, I think it is, which is uh, uh, Madurai. I forget which is juicy. I remember shooting there. There were like life-size pictures of his everywhere. So he's there. The Stalin. It would be such an amazing debate, and Arunab just wasted an opportunity. Oh, by the way, Karunanidhi, who is 93, if I am not mistaken. Mm. 
he said that he is going to be around even for the next general election. I mean, he would be wow. 97. Excellent. Okay. Quickly, uh, next thing, uh, I just like everyone's views on it. Um, oh, degree, degree. We have to spend <laughs> a couple of yes. I have to ask, I demand to see your degree. degree. Please show me your degree. I'll tell you one thing. Hmm. If it was a forged degree, they would not have given him a third division. If it was forged, he would have gotten a first division. <laughs> and he, and he wouldn't have gotten an exam repeat. What is it called? Fair point. Entire. Fair entire point. Entire, entire, yeah. So if they were going to forge it, they were not going to give their man also, third and such low, such low marks that your parents would kill you for. He, I mean, and like surely he wouldn't fail Hindi in a forged degree. In the third year of Hindi and uh, history, he failed. But yeah, come on. So that's a forged degree? I seriously doubt it. If it was forged, they would have fixed it. Nee, but the whole point is, uh, why is Aap doing this? Many people are saying Aap is doing this to because, hide uh, some... It's like, why do you ask such a question? Right? Why did Musharraf attack in Kargil? Because of Bangladesh. So, Tomar ke liye kiya na. It's a five-year-old. <laughs> huh, you were saying? You put Tomar in jail, now why are you doing the same thing? I'm completely with Modi on this, yaar. Bichara, I see usko, what he did in 1978, how many marks he scored, how does it matter? I mean, I think it's just. All, but yeah. although I've been wondering, where are his classmates? Like no one. <laughs> Good no question. one has said a like, hey, I studied with Moon. Why did somebody come up and say I was his buddy? Because there we was one guy. Guys. One guy has come out. Plus, it was a correspondence course. And we were dropping names. One at a time. Sorry. We did have his classmates talk about how. A single one. There was one guy. One guy said that he. I just you know I think either was he right? Modi has been so super clever that he has outsmarted up. Or there is something, either there's something seriously wrong with RTI and RTI is my pet, my one thing When the RTI, the Right to Information Act, gives a person the right to examine files that come under RTI, the registrar that enters who all sat for the exam, you can you know, examine old files, you have that right. When they wanted to examine, you know, in the DU records, the the, the register that enters who all got admission, who all took the exam, who all had attended the exam that day. And the information commission said, yes, they have a right to be examined. Till day, two years have passed. They are not giving them the right to enter and examine when it is a CIC order. The Central Information Commission has said that the applicant should be allowed to study the file. Now, either Modi is so clever that he said, inko chupate rao, they'll think kuch chupane liye hai, aur end mein kuch chupane ka like ho nahi. Lekin, all I'm saying is, and I think it would be, see, I don't know who's, uh, whether it's right or, or wrong, I'm not a forensic expert, but I think it would be very foolish for anyone to forge a degree. So that risk no one is going to take, especially the Prime Minister of a country. But the fact that a CIC order has been violated in not allowing them to examine the register is, in my view, something that really needs to be pointed out. Definitely. I mean, if, if it's in the rule, sure. if it's in the rules that yes, anybody is allowed to go and see Modi's degree, and if somebody or, or examine the register of you know, the register, it's really such a non-issue. Yeah. It's really a non-issue. Really it's a non-issue. Non really it just doesn't matter. We've got, oh, you to, We've got such serious problems in Delhi alone. Come on, this is not. But an you have issue. to look at no, how media spends the. I personally, I don't feel it's a non-issue because if Modi had forged degrees. And obviously, he's lied about that he's a graduate or something. Does that not have any bearing on his prime ministership? Of course, it has. What? So it's not a non-issue. Not to criminality. No, if you no, I no. think he's right. If it was that case, I think that's true. I think you need to, uh, Manisha, uh, quote that gorgeous headline that you. Oh yeah, to. but you have to look at how the media has spun this whole issue with different headlines. So they were focusing on the fact that international yeah. relations. Me, he's got really the lowest marks. 
but how you know he's such a global pm so navbharat times had this amazing headline that said aaj jisme sabse aage usme fisaddi the modi aaj jisme sabse aage usme fisaddi the modi because international relations mein he was and there's so much like psychologizing on it that you know he's probably going on these foreign trips because he was so upset about the bad marks that he got in i mean while i've been trying to you know throw fisaddi into casual conversation not so successfully i might add and now this new thing has started kerala somalia thing that he said yeah. yesterday yeah. oh money and yeah and on both sides i mean i'm just i'm sorry what what exactly was said our listeners so who don't have so this is exactly what modi said and i i saw the video he said kerala there are tribals scheduled tribe in kerala whose child death ratio that is exactly what he said which is under 5 mortality rate or child mortality rate is as bad as somalia's hmm. this is what he said so you know within minutes of his saying this there were like dozens of articles appeared including in business standard that said that were comparing the infant mortality rate which is imr which is of child dying less than 1 year of age with somalia thing are bhai child mortality rate is different from infant mortality rate so many articles were written like that and business standard says according to the latest figures the infant mortality rate of kerala tribals is 60 well the the latest in this case was 2001 so 15 year old but the point is modi or his advisors have also faltered because what modi is saying is the uh, the child mortality rate which is under 5 is 83 in the case of kerala scheduled tribes this is 2001 data hmm. and it is when he says it's comparable to somalia he's talking about somalia's infant mortality rate which is 85 so he's comparing apples with oranges yes. wrong across different across. decades so even journalists are wrong modi be wrong sab wrong apna Dindora Peter. The bottom line is child mortality is 137. So obviously you so can't is, compare. Yeah, right. There was a trending hashtag. That's all that matters. Yeah, what was that? <laughs> in Malayalam. I don't understand. I mean, you guys uh, just yeah. have your priorities I mean, so wrong. Go home, little one. As go long? home, little one. That's very cute, actually. Why? Why was that trending hashtag? That was Malayali saying go. I personally think it's because there was a Mohanlal dialogue Mohan involved, Lala. right? It had nothing to do with Somalia, Kerala, anything. It was the power of Mohanlal. Okay. Now the two other things that have hey, made. I, I would like, sorry, your opinion on this. To go psych, a little bit of psychoanalysis of this. Now I, I suppose a lot of people took offence to the comparison of Kerala with Somalia. Had it been a white country. something would they have taken this offense i mean people somehow no, are just got to do with you know sub saharan so. kara hame african kara that how? makes it worse huh? is it yeah no, it but makes it worse but even indicators. then if it was say an east european country yeah. or they would take offense yeah. but the human development indices are the worst in somalia and you know so when you compare it to that i think that's i know I, i don't think it's a race if it was to ukraine or something people would be just as upset okay two things one uh, again a lot of people uh, who hate ndtv are really upset that the ministry of textile <laughs> yeah. has just signed an mou yeah, with ndtv yeah, yeah. to popularize indian handlooms so the, how do they do no this? deal with ndtv is trending no, but really? why yeah. no, no deal with ndtv may i ask a question why is ndtv Signing deals hmm. with the textile, this thing. What is? I'll the, tell you, mother, because when you have media? an MOU with the government of India on textile advertising, बाकी कुछ पछतानी कुछ revenue तो आता होगा. Because when the कपड़े आ जाएंगे. हाँ, कपड़े आ जाएंगे. चलो. Now that the emperor has no clothes. This is impact. This impact feature. Advertorial. ठीक है. क्योंकि या तो आप सरकार के 
you know you depend on the government to feed you and get your revenue or you depend on corporations there are very few people who depend on the public because when the public pays the public is served <laughs> when whom kya hai you but i know you is coming really to start this time this is called a dusra <laughs> okay so no, anyway. but let me add to this huh. I mean, you see, the reach of Doordarshan is probably one thousand times the reach of NDTV. But sir, the reach of NDTV, I don't know. Any reach? Where is it? 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 आप भी कोई डील शील स्ट्राइक करो ओके लास्ट टू थिंग्स क्विकली हैव यू सीन द कुमार विश्वास सॉन्ग मधु यू सीन द कुमार विश्वास सॉन्ग यू सॉ इट राइट ओह या ऑफ कोर्स आई डिड आप व्हिच आई गॉट यू आई लाइक कुमार कुमार विश्वास आई डिड नॉट अंडरस्टैंड व्हाट यू वर सेइंग ओके आई शुड स्लो डाउन कुमार विश्वास स्पीक लाइक अ डॉस्को व्हाट कैन आई डू ओह माय गॉड दैट्स बिलो द बेल्ट ओके सो कुमार विश्वास बोलो तो समझे कुमार विश्वास का गाना देखा आपने हां जी देखा बहुत पसंद आया यू थिंक इट्स यू थिंक दे बादल विल फॉलो थ्रू विद देयर डिफेमेशन केस आई डोंट थिंक सो वो थ्रेट्स तो चलते रहते हैं बट आई डोंट थिंक एनीथिंग विल कम अप इट आई थिंक इट्स प्रीटी कूल हाउ आर दे गोइंग टू हाउ आर दे गोइंग टू फर्स्ट प्रूव दैट व्हेन ही इज टॉकिंग अबाउट बादल व्हिच आर क्लाउड्स या दैट दे आर टॉकिंग अबाउट देम फर्स्ट दे हैव टू प्रूव दैट कैसे करेंगे आई थिंक इट्स वेरी क्लेवर असाइड फ्रॉम ही हैज बीन ट्वीटिंग कि टीडीके विल आई विल मेक श्योर टीडीके गोस टू जेल नाउ टीडीके इज ताड़का which uh, all the pts in swami's language is uh, patriotic tweeples uh, so pts no tadka means sonia gandhi so he says i will make sure i will send tdk to jail so it's a bit like you know that badal kisko pata tdk kon hai kon hai bhai so i, I but the one thing that i Has anyone explained it to sonia <laughs> she should be warned i just had one advice for aap that if you think this may have gone viral and it may be ladies you know, and gentlemen he is giving advice to us touching <laughs> it may be touching a raw nerve because you know so many farmers suicides and the drug problem in punjab but kumar vishwas singh a punjabi song <laughs> any self respecting punjabi will say dude i'm not voting for this guy <laughs> you you know it's like it's like it's like i remember when my grandmother used to when i used to try to speak punjabi she says tid bol if you said tid it's not it's tid you know the tid the d comes from yeah. has to come from the, the solars you know the yeah. upper solars from the six pack it I has to I feel Kartik should pronounce this for us <laughs> so but his like his punjabi is so i i don't think it's like no we punjabi yeah you know i'm like not blood. sure i just think that kumar vishwas soulfully looking black and white hair flying behind him if that doesn't convince voters that this There's is the man there. <laughs> like two fans on his face when he heard I think it's hilarious. It's a great yes, video. It's, it's quite funny. Okay, and finally we'll end with the last thing that uh, Mr. Khattar, the Chief Minister of Haryana, has very uh, kindly suggested uh, because you know everything is all right in Haryana. He decides let's give some advice to Delhi that Akbar Road should be renamed Maharana Pratap Road. I think a it shows that the Aurangzeb Road was just a start. At the end of it, they'll rename as Madhuzet. कुतुब मीनार को भी मेक इट झांसी की रानी मीनार रानी की झांसी मीनार बट दे एक्चुअली से दैट कुतुब मीनार हैज बीन बिल्ट ऑन जैन टेंपल्स सो नाउ व्हाट आई एम सेइंग इज दैट ही वांट्स अकबर रोड चेंज टू महाराणा प्रताप एंड हु सपोर्टेड हिम सुब्रमण्यम स्वामी नेचुरली सो बट यू नो द रीजन व्हाई सुब्रमण्यम स्वामी सपोर्टेड राइट बिकॉज़ व्हिच प्रोमिनेंट ऑफिस इज ऑन अकबर रोड Oh yes Congress Nice the Congress office is on So it'll be 24 Maharana Pratap Road <laughs> <laughs> 
should it be? Should it not? No, of course it shouldn't. Okay. What is this renaming? I'm barely learning these roads' names. You just change them. I'm doomed. Abhi, then there's Humayun, there's Shersha Suri. I say Shersha Suri, Grand Trunk Road. Shersha Suri, Markana Badal ke dikhata tha, bata hoya. But uh, so I have a song dedicated. So I was just thinking, why is Khattar Saab so interested in renaming Delhi roads? Yeah, why? And then I went to Gurugram and I realized, Gurugram, what are you talking Gurugram, about? Gurugram, yeah, exactly. Uthe the roadi nii hai. Matlab there are just rubble and potholes. Main kya na tad rakhega na? Jad road ho. Bache da na ki rakha ji, bacha hi nii hai na ki rakha. To neighbor da bacha hai, us da na rakh do. So that is what Khattar Saab is doing. Sadda the bacha hai nii, sadi road nii hai. Te udda bacha hai, udde bacha da naam badal dena. So we'd like to end by dedicating this song to Khattar Saab. About Gurugram, uh, but before I do that, uh, goodbye. Uh, do you have something to suggest to our listeners before we wind up? Yeah, I do actually. It's a very interesting piece I read, uh, a rebuttal to uh, uh, Siddharth, Siddhartha Mukherjee's, who's, uh, who won the Pulitzer Prize on his book on ah, cancer. That was very interesting. He has recently written a piece on identical twins related to him and how epigenetics is largely to do with uh, modification in the histones. Now histones are these positively charged proteins that surround the negatively charged DNA. And now a lot of, sorry if I said that, okay, right, ignore that. Oh uh, yeah, that. <laughs> yeah, all right. So a lot of scientists have actually rebutted, it's come in nature as well, that you know, he's completely ignored the transcriptional processes that you know, result in epigenetical changes. So I would recommend you read that uh, you know rebuttal as so well as the New Yorker piece. Hmm. He has responded. He said, "I made a mistake." Oh, and yeah, he said, "And you know, I'm writing a book on this, and I would uh, you know revise my book accordingly." Hmm. That was nice of him. So that tells you a doctor uh, is not just a doctor. You know, you have to be a scientist as well. So right. Um, I would like to recommend. Uh, I think it's actually a blog post, but anyway. Um, it's called the Crayolification of the World, how we gave colors names and it messed with our brains. Mm -hmm. It's about uh, uh, how, we, how we perceive and how we word when there's a clash between them and we're sort of forcing divisions which may not naturally be seen then how the brain has problems processing. Very interesting, oh, highly yes. recommended. I was thinking of maybe like how we name uh, skin color, skin color. Is that uh, well? This is part one, so maybe we'll get oh, to okay. uh, skin like color later. Right now, he's focusing on blue and green from. Um, uh, yeah, for journalists listening to this podcast or those interested in journalism, uh, there's an excellent piece in Columbia Journalism Review: a better way to report on sexual assault. Um, read it. Okay, Madhu. I have read this piece uh, in the New York Times by Frank Bruni, uh, titled "Obama's Gorgeous Goodbye." It's a, it's a lovely piece about actually what Obama said. He crossed the boundary on many issues, particularly talking to young black people and asking them to stop dismissing the fat middle-aged guy, white, the fat middle-aged white guy as this and putting people in categories and, you know, just shouting at people and shouting people down. He's, he spoke to this in his, it was a commencement address, that it's time to now listen also. Hmm. Madhu, would you say Obama has been the best president America has had in the last 40 years? I think he's probably had the most difficult yeah. legacy to fight. Uh, he also had the most difficult issues in terms of the racism against him didn't stop. Yeah, yeah the most difficult color. Yeah. Hmm. And so despite all that, he survived it without scandal. 
His wife survived it without any scandal. I think every presidency has made their gaffes and, and faux pas and everything. I think the height of his gaffe probably is uh, looking at a woman as she crosses him in one of the mm. summits. Shaking her hair, how you yeah. doing? Uh, yeah, um, and his two daughters have survived it because in America they're always looking at the family to make some ridiculous Okay, mistake. we need to wind so up. So it worked. I think he wor it worked. He's probably survived it. That's me. You disagree? <coughs> you agree? Okay. Uh, so what I would like to recommend uh, to our viewers this time, it's a really game-changing piece. I think this is a piece all of you must check out. Uh, you click on this link called I pay to keep news free on news laundry <laughs> and it takes you to a window where you can subscribe, you can either be a game changer and then you pay money and you just read the mission there. I think it's a fantastically written mission and you then just subscribe to news laundry so that you can help media be independent. I think that's a fantastic piece. It's the best piece I've read in a very long time. So I highly recommend the link to that piece is down below. Karthik, please put it there. Uh, and, and we'd like to end this podcast with a big thank you to our listeners and to our listener who actually wrote in. And please do continue to write in to contact at newslaundry.com and sensible piece will be read out and oh, you're going to do that. <laughs> that won't be read out. So Mr. Qatar, this song is for you. Please start naming your streets, but first build them. All new episodes of NL Hafta on newslaundry.com and follow us on Twitter and Facebook.